Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Standing by the Terry and Ted podcast is sponsored by Jaguar Land Rover Laval. Get out of the big city and experience a construction zone free test drive. There is such a thing. Hello, Ted Bird. How do you do, sir? I'm uh, doing very well, thank you. I think we call these uh, mini podcasts, the bridge podcasts until season two. Is that right? Yeah, we do. They're just tiny little things. Yes, they are. And I have to warn you, I went for my uh, third booster today, so at any moment. Ted thought. Uh, Ted and I thought we would uh, we would uh, begin the podcast by covering these uh, this past weekend's events. <laughs> oh no, we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, sir, we're not no, going there. Not a, no, no. We, I will say this about the vaccine, though. I found this interesting today when I went for my booster. The, yeah. the girl who uh, jabbed me was telling me I got Pfizer the first two times around. Yes, sir. And she said this time you're getting half a dose of Moderna. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I, I've always been told, don't mix your drinks. <laughs> Does that not apply to vaccines as well? I'm not sure. Yeah. Is oh, that God. like drinking two bottles of wine yeah. and then having a Mickey, a lemon gin? Because I'm going to barf if it is. Remember, remember those days? Yeah. I've been drinking white Russians all night. Now I think I'll switch to jello shots. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's not, that's not a good plan at all. Yeah, um, we just we we should start by saying season two is uh, is about to be recorded. I am uh, going to join Ted Bird at the uh, really fabulous Pantelis, uh, Mike Ward, Poseidon, Phil um, Studios. Do they have a name? I don't think they have a name, do they, uh, Ted? Well, it's called it's it's. There's two. There's uh, um, Pantelis Comedy. Yes. And uh, Phil Bala, Phil Balabanos. Is it Balabanos? Balabanos. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Balabanos creative, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yes. Is, uh, so, so Phil and uh, Phil is in cahoots with Pantelis and Mike. And uh, anyway, all of that to say it's up on Chabanel and it's a spectacular facility and we are so lucky. Yeah. Phil Balabanos. Yeah. They're so lucky that they have uh, um, not only agreed to host us, they asked us to come. I think now they're probably having second thoughts. Like, come <laughs> back. Well, I hope they bring food. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we should say Phil did that really uh, our teaser promo, which is still up on uh, the Twitter account. You can see it with us. Uh, yeah, getting out of the- it's the pinned tweet the pinned tweet. Yeah. That Phil did that. And, uh, uh, it was an idea we had in our head and, uh, a half an hour later it was up and running. Phil's just unbelievable as is, you know, Poseidon and Pantelis too. They know what they're doing. And, uh, I'm going to be flying in, uh, to uh, join Ted because we like doing these, but, uh, Ted and I have always found over the last 30 years that being in the same studio, uh, increases the, uh, I don't know, it just does something to our chemistry. It's just a, a lot more fun when we're sitting across from each other. There's no substitute for having my hand at the very top of Terry's leg. <laughs> 
That's correct. <laughs> I'm flying in for my thrill. <laughs> so you're flying in from where you live now. So it's time yes. for you to, it's time for you to come clean and let people yes. know that uh, you've made the big move. Well, you know, it was never really a secret. If you look at my Twitter account, it in my location says Vancouver, British Columbia. Um, and you'll know this, Ted, from all the years we worked together. I've been coming out to BC for probably 30 years. My my first trip out here was in uh, 1981. I got in my VW Beetle from uh, my base in Winnipeg at the time and drove across the country and really, really fell in love with the West and uh, particularly British Columbia. And uh, when I was uh, approaching uh, my so-called retirement, a.k.a. getting uh, pushed out the door, um, they, um, uh, Jess and I had a discussion uh, about where we wanted to end up. Um, because I had sold my house in NDG and, uh, we, we didn't really, we didn't really know what we wanted to do. And, um, uh, I got to come clean. Uh, Jess and I were getting tired of the politics. Um, and it's interesting because Jess is a Francophone. My wife is, was, a, is, is a Francophone from a French family. Um, and, um, I'm a Quebec born and raised kid. And, and, uh, from my time living in Manitoba and my time living in Alberta, I can tell you, as my mother always says, you can take the, uh, the boy out of Montreal. You never take the Montreal out of the boy. And anybody who's English has family that lives elsewhere. <laughs> There's, you know, everybody knows somebody who doesn't stay, who doesn't yeah. live, you know. A, there's, you know, there's an ongoing, not, not an English exodus like there was in the 70s, but, you know, uh, your son would be an example. You know, yeah, my son lost. Sam has moved to Toronto. I find the, the, the generation after us, yeah. uh, you'd be hard-pressed to find very many who stay. Yeah, and, uh, you know, you, you, you see on Facebook a lot of proud, you know, ex-Montrealers, born and raised in Montreal, and, you know, in Calgary and Vancouver and Toronto and, and you know, uh, far-flung places in the United States. And anyway, uh, we, we talked about it, and uh, Jess said to me, um, I've got an opportunity for a job in Vancouver. You've always wanted to live there. Let's go. And uh, I've never been afraid of new chapters. Um, you know, I, I, I took one a few years ago, well, a few, 12 years ago now when I lived in Alberta, moved to Calgary. And um, I also, the biggest part of this was the winter. I, um, I'm pretty much done with the 40 centimeters of snow in the minus 35. And you don't get a lot of that in BC, I guess. Eh? No, this is the part of BC where you are in Northern BC, I would imagine. Oh yeah. In Northern BC in interior and in the interior, it, 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 it's quite wintry. And as a matter of fact, this year, because we moved here, they had the coldest temperatures and the most snow they've had in the last 25. I have a DeMonte weather curse. <laughs> That's right. Followed me here. So uh, it was pretty crumpy around Christmas time. Everybody out here, of course, loved it because it's so rare. It got cold enough that you could skate outside and there was, you know, snow for the kids to play in. But uh, the good news is it only lasted a couple of weeks. And uh, I went for my walk this morning. What are we, the end of January? Seven degrees and sunny. Now, seven, wow. out, seven out here is cold. Um, seven is like, ooh, it's a little chilly. Uh, you can't wear your shorts. Um, but uh, to have... To have a winter that lasts, you know, a, a snowy, cold spell that lasts a week 
and you could put your shorts back on in January appealed to me. So we started, uh, we started a new chapter in British Columbia and Jess loves her gig. Um, and unfortunately, um, because of the pandemic and the lockdowns and everything else, we've been kind of homebound. You know, there are places we want to explore in the Pacific Northwest. We'd like to spend more time in Whistler. We'd like to spend more time in the interior of BC. We, you know, we live, I'm, I'm 15 minutes from the American border. You can literally go down to the States for gas and a sandwich and come home. But of course, you can't do that right now. Um, so we're, we're waiting for things to open up so we can explore the new chapter a little better, but yeah, British Columbia now is home for me. And what is it about the West that has always drawn you? Is there any one thing, the lay of the land, the people, or is it a combination of things? Yeah, it's, it's a combination of things. I think Ted, the, you know, certainly the, you know, everywhere I look when I drive out of my house and, uh, go towards, you know, the East or the West or the, the North, uh, my view is mountains, you know, on a sunny day, if you come to British Columbia on a sunny, clear day, uh, you're in trouble. You're going to want to live here. Uh, and for me, the mountains have always been spectacular. Uh, it's a rainforest. Yeah. It rains a lot, but that means there's a lot of greenery, a lot of trees love that. Um, and it's the kind of uh, neighborhood I'm not in Vancouver proper. I'm in the outskirts. Um, and we live in a neighborhood where, uh, for the first couple of weeks, I was like, what? because you'd walk by people and they'd say, good morning. You know, I, I kind of like that, you know, that's, that's a different vibe from say Griffin town. So, you know, from I, I do that anyway, I don't care yeah. where I am. I talk Good for to you. People. Yeah. And if they don't talk back to me and you know what, that comes, that's because I'm from the Maritimes. That's yes. because I'm from a place where you do say good morning. Yeah. And, and uh, my son, my grandfather did that. My father did that. My son, Sam does that. Yeah. Sam, Sam and I call that shovel time. <laughs> there was a tweet i don't know if i've told this story if this is one of the 10 stories but somebody tweeted something about going into the uh, hardware store with their father and a woman was coming out of the hardware store carrying a shovel and the father went oh shovel time <laughs> and the person who tweeted it talked about how embarrassed they were and the awkward look on the woman's face <laughs> <laughs> but that's exactly the kind of thing that I would do, that my yeah. dad would do, that my grandfather would do, and that my son would do. So, yeah, yeah I, I, you know, I know it's, it's, it seems strange to you to live in a place now where people do that, where they yeah. strike up a conversation. But quite frankly, I think it's quite normal and I think it's quite healthy. Yeah. And, and I, I, I truly enjoy it. I mean, I, you know, there's, there was a, a, a price to pay and people who move around know this. I'm, I'm excited by new chapters, but there was a, there's a price to pay. I'm much further away from, you know, my family, my mom, my dad, my sister, and my brother are all in Ontario. You know, they haven't lived in Quebec for, you know, 30, 40 years, but I'm farther away from them now, of course. And um, also they, uh, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of things that we, you know, people that we miss, you know, I can't, I can't, you know, call you up and ha and have lunch with you. I I miss my doctor, Doctor Uman at Cardiogenics. I, you know, you you the people that you've turned in circles with for thirty plus years. That's that's uh, that's a tough price to pay. Um, that and the food. Um, I miss the food. You know, the Montreal food, as uh, Leslie Chesterman loves to say. You know, Montreal's nothing without its restaurants. But, you know, those are, you know, those are the things you balance, right? You say, well, you know, I have 
I got to, I want, do I want a new chapter? Do I want to try new things? Yes, I do. So let's go. And with technology, you can see your parents every day. Absolutely. You can do what we're doing right now. It's yeah. a lot, it's a lot easier to stay in touch from yeah. a distance now than it would have been, you know, even 20 years ago. Yeah, I agree. So that, that's, that's the story. It, you know, it was, uh, I'm, I'm being honest, mostly for the, Mostly it was time to support my wife. She had an opportunity to get a new job in Vancouver. And, uh, you know, for the last four or five years, she was getting up in the middle of the night with me and, you know, doing all the events that I did with my old job and whatever, and, and, and was nothing but supportive. And, uh, I wanted to be supportive. I wanted to try something new. I was tired of the politics. I'm sick and tired of, you know, the, we don't have to go into the instances. It just, it's a never ending story. It'll never go away. And, um, and, and minus 35, I was, I was anxious to leave, you know, even though there are not a lot of days of minus 30, I was anxious to leave those behind. So uh, that, you know, that's, uh, and, uh, you gotta try new things because uh, the ride doesn't go on forever. Right. Listen, I think that you've got an opportunity from where you sit now to see, and you talked about exploring the Northwest, the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. There are places out there that I've never been, but I would love to go to that aren't on most people's radar, like Idaho yes, and Oregon Yes. Places that you never think of as a vacation destination, but places that I'm guessing are absolutely stunningly beautiful. Yeah. And we, you know, over the years, a couple of times I've made the drive along the West Coast. You 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 leave here and head through Seattle and uh, and Portland and into Northern California. You know, you could do all that by car. Idaho, New Mexico, Montana. Uh, these are all places that uh, Jess and I have spoken about. And uh, the plane ride to Hawaii is much shorter from this part of the world. Ever so, been? I've never been. And no, it's, at, it's at the top of our list again, uh, you know, the pandemic. Um, we can go for the weekend to Vegas. Um, you know, we can choose a performer we want to see and go go for the weekend. I know you can do that from Montreal, but for yeah. us, it'd be, you know, it would be two hours. Uh, Palm Springs, where, uh, you know, Frank Sinatra used to spend his uh his winters is uh, is a big big spot with people out here. Yeah, but don't you have to be eighty to get into Palm Springs? <laughs> no, don't they card you at the gates yeah. of the community? <laughs> yeah, and Sorry, drive. You're, you're only seventy eight. You can't yeah. come in and drive a golf cart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's those those are things we're looking forward to when uh, when we finally can get out of this. Uh, this uh, nonsense, this bullshit. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing you here. Yes. In, in a couple of weeks, we'll yes. get back to the studio. We'll go down and see uh, Sebastiano at uh, at uh, Non Solo Pane yes. in Dorval. Get yeah. some uh, sandwiches. Yes. And see. maybe a couple of pastries. And okay. I, uh, we we've got some guests lined up that we're excited about, and uh, we're uh, we're going to try and I don't want to mention who they are now because we got to nail them down first. We got to get the 100% confirmation that they'll and be in there. This, in this circumstance, it can be difficult. Yes, exactly. Um, so uh, we're looking forward to that. And uh, I hope you don't mind uh, me uh, being uh, Miss Daisy while you drive me. No, home. no, not at all. As a matter of fact, I'm going to have to call uh, Adrian at, uh, at yeah. uh, Jaguar Land Rover Laval and see if she wants to lend us a car this time around, or if she maybe she's had it by now. <laughs> I'm not falling for that again. <laughs> But they're back as sponsors. As yeah, our yeah. it's very exciting, and we're and we're very happy and uh, and appreciative. 
Yeah. And we're also very appreciative of everybody uh, who's watched, who's, you know, clicked on a few minutes or watched these whole things and all the nice emails we've got too. We, we've had a, a, a number of really nice emails from people who've really enjoyed it. A guy said on Twitter the other day, are you going to do more than reminisce and 20 minutes of commercials in a one hour show this time around? And I said, yeah, we'll see what we can arrange for yeah. it, Paul. So he was enjoying it then. <laughs> yeah, very much so. <laughs> yes, we are going to do something different this time around. Yeah, we've, Ted and I have had several meetings. And uh, I think uh, we've actually, when you pick me up from the, um, from the, uh, the thing, Train station? Uh, yes. Uh, we are going to have a meeting. And we are. Maybe a Sam each. So we, the, there'll be two meetings. That's right. Yes. Yep. The wheels are turning. Hey, the wheels are turning. Wheels are turning, yeah. All right. So is this the end of our mini podcast? Well, I think so. We've gone over 10 minutes and that was the target. So, okay. uh, you know, people are getting more than their money's worth. And of course, their money's worth was nothing. <laughs> I didn't even ask you. We didn't even talk about you at all, Ted. There's nothing to say. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can plug the morning show. Oh, by the way, the morning show now has my voice on it. Very That's good. right. Yeah. Terry's now the voice <laughs> of my promo. He says previously on the Ted Bird morning show on light 1067 CHSV FM 106.7 FM online at light 1067.ca on the iHeartRadio app and on your smart speaker weekday mornings 530 to 9 a.m. And you can follow us on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's the Standing By Terry and Ted podcast. Thank you for watching. Standing By, the Terry and Ted podcast is sponsored by Jaguar Land Rover Laval, where the luxury is unmistakably British, but nobody wears a top hat or a monocle.